Vampires have been a staple of popular culture for centuries, brought to the masses by Bram Stoker's Dracula in 1897. The belief in real vampires is, of course, far older and even persists to this day. As recently as 2004, a Romanian family exhumed a body of a relative, cut out his heart and burnt it. Silver shot was used or recommended against various supernatural creatures over the centuries, famously including the werewolf. But there's no association with vampires until 1928 when a rogue priest and self-styled vampire hunter Montague Summers wrote a book. Golden bullets have never been a thing in killing vampires. Even less so, bullets that have been painted gold. But that is what this week's killer used. Even stranger, he claimed to be a 700-year-old vampire himself. This is the case of James P. Reaver II, and this is Murder Me on Monday. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Murder Me on Monday podcast. I am Cameron, and joined with me is Mother. Hello. Is it vampire because spooky season? Yes. Or vampire because it's weird? No, vampire because it's spooky season. So happy Halloween and welcome to all you lovely new listeners. Thank you for all your support. It's appreciated. Is this going to come out on Halloween? Yes. We're weeks ahead. I don't know. Yes, it is. When this is coming out? Yes. Okay. But we're also going to be doing an extra episode to come out for everyone that supports us on Patreon, not the highest tier. Yeah, but they won't, the people listening to this won't know that. The people yeah, they who pay, No, they won't, because when this comes out, I, I, I don't think they will. I don't know how time works, but I don't think they will. We, we'll, we'll find out. I'll tell you what, we'll we find will out. Do. So it's funny how it's always a 700-year-old vampire, isn't it? Rod Farrell from episode 37 we did last year, he said the same thing. I don't know if you remember that one. The only one I remember the most is the Winchester house. Yeah. And I think we do a werewolf one as well. Yes. I seem to have flashbacks of that, but I don't remember the vampire one. Yeah, we had the one with the um, bags of leaves in the house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. And that had tied into last week's one, I guess, pagan yeah. and Wiccan affiliation, I guess. What we do know about this guy is surprisingly little, considering he's been behind bars since 1980. No documentaries, no books, although there are some YouTube videos, which I have linked in the show notes as usual. And I'm going to give out something unusual, a trigger warning for there's some animal abuse that's mentioned in here. And it's always the vampire ones that seem to do it, apart from my first ever episode. I don't know what the P stands for, and in some places he's referred to as just James Reaver, so I'm guessing it's named after the dad with the second, you know, James Reaver the second. We are off to a place called Marshfield in Massachusetts, right on the bayfront. Looks lovely. Smallish place with about 25,000 residents. James was born in 1957. At the age of four, he had a fight with his father, and he tried to call the police. And they put a stop to it. How do you have a fight with your dad when you're four? Yeah. Well, a screaming fit. You, you have know. an argument with your dad because yeah. you're four. But he apparently attempted to hurt his father at the age of four. I don't know. Don't know. None of it's mentioned. Gets a bit older. He gets hospitalised with pneumonia. And then later, when he's in what's called kindergarten, he drew pictures of bleeding human anatomies and people being shot. At 13... He started drawing pictures of vampires and of women with puncture wounds dripping with blood. 
He periodically began eating food with the appearance of blood. He'd make a mixture of oil, ketchup and bits of meat. He would go long periods without sleep and would often run away from home. School attendants went down the toilet and he became involved with the police. He stole cars. He took drugs such as LSD and he smoked weed. In 1974, he was committed to the McLean Hospital, which is a psychiatric hospital, for six months. The report from there is interesting. He was said to have an IQ of 106, but had a borderline personality disorder with paranoid tendencies, poor impulse control and obsessional traits. And that seems to be the first time schizophrenia is mentioned, which is pretty unusual for his age. But in 1974, maybe not so much. Maybe it was more common then. So he's released. He continues on outpatient treatment. And he also continues his rather strange conduct. He was eventually committed to another Westwood hospital because of threats to his father. He would engage in strange conversations with his mother and referred to voices from outer space that would be directed into his body. He got his own apartment and he left it and disappeared for four months. And he turns up in Florida. He comes back. After his return, he killed a cat, cut off its head and took out its brain in an effort to learn how to fix his own brain. He told his mother that he had drunk the cat's blood. He's aware that something's wrong with him because <laughs> he's trying to fix his own brain. But the method I get, of killing a cat and then poking around in its head, probably not the best. I'm just on a phys- guess, just guessing. Yeah, right? physiology's just got nothing to do there. with it, yeah. Other episodes led him to being treated at Boston University Hospital, Taunton State Hospital, and the Mayflower Clinic in Plymouth. So we've got a revolving door of mental health treatment, and no one seems to be able to keep him stable. 1980, James is living with his grandmother. He's 23 years old. He then goes to live with a great uncle. His grandmother had kept a roof over his head for nine months at that point when she's fed up, apparently, of his long hair and him being jobless. 10th of April, 1980. He tells his uncle he's going to another local town to try and get a job. And the uncle takes him to his father's place so he can borrow his father's car to go job hunting. He doesn't go job hunting. He drives down to his grandmother's and parks the car out of sight round the corner. Does he go nan hunting? Yes. That's a terrible pun. That's definitely what people use to go to pick up old people, in it? Oh, Cameron, that was awful. He, he killed someone. What he's doing is worse. <laughs> I'm making a joke. He arrived at her house around three o'clock in the afternoon and found his grandmother lying on a couch. She is 74 years old, has a spinal tumour, and weighed less than 80 pounds and used a wheelchair, completely and utterly defenceless. She asked him to do some washing for her, and he agreed. Presumably, the machines were down in the cellar, as it is described that he took gold-painted bullets and a gun that he'd hidden down in the cellar in a grey metal box and takes it back upstairs. Why is it defined as a cellar and not a basement? 
is a seller access from the outside? I genuinely don't know, but uh, I guess it's language differences. We would say, I don't know. We'd probably say basement or, or whatever floor it would yeah. be, but cellar to me is something different than a basement. Basement's from the inside. I thought cellar was accessed from the outside. It might be the case still. Maybe. It's a, it was a very strange wooden little structure. It was quite a small, so it could have had, I'm guessing, storm things, but do they have them in Massachusetts? Well, I don't know. If you're in a flood plain, you don't have a basement. If you're in a hurricane area you do that's the, the the rule of thumb i think yeah but it was definitely down in the basement so he takes this little gray box that's got gold painted bullets that he'd painted and this gun and he goes back upstairs and his grandmother sees him what was his reasoning for it at this point none the only resentment i've heard about so far is that she was annoyed that he didn't have a job and had long hair yeah but he's got no reasoning until later he tells people later wasn't bram stoker's Dracula bald anyway? Or am I thinking of Nosferatu? I genuinely don't I think know. it's meant to be bald. Anyway, that doesn't matter. So she sees, his grandmother sees the gun. And she's got a glass of water in her hand and she lobs it at him. He shot her at least twice and then stabbed her. He carried her body into her bedroom, poured a flammable liquid over her. It's described as dry gas, which apparently is a an alcohol-based... Um, additive you use to go into petrol and it's used in cars to prevent water from freezing in it. Dry gas typically contains either methanol or isopropyl alcohol, which I know you know that stuff. I didn't. So. And then he sets her on fire. Oh. Yeah. Uh, that's odd. I would imagine if he was a vampire hunter, he would do that. But he being a vampire himself, I feel like... And why is he using the gold bullets? Because if they're meant to be used in his, like I don't know, weird mythology to, to kill the vampires themselves oh, I'll t- I'll ex- i thought he was a vampire exactly but I'll, I'll get i'll get into it he's there's some flaws in your logic buddy yeah there's amongst s- other things yeah so he moves her wheelchair into her bedroom and leaves he also leaves behind the box that had the bullets still in it the fire soon spotted the fire brigade arrive and the police shortly afterwards james drives to his father's picks him up and goes back to his grandmother's and stands there chatting with neighbours at watching the fire brigade and the police do their stuff. And he admits he was there earlier as he had been seen going into the house. The police find that metal box and James has a proper meltdown and he's trying to get his box back from the police and they're like, heck no. He even thumps police officers trying to grab the box off them. Thumps. Yes. Hit. Assaulted. So, of course, he's promptly arrested and he's eventually charged with assault and battery of a police officer and murder and arson. He is held for a time on a mental health evaluation and then goes to the main prison for a couple of weeks. And it's there that his mother visited him twice in June of 1980. Were there any discoveries or diagnosis found when he was held for Oh, were there ever. Talk about shopping list worth. And they still sent him to a normal prison? Initially, and then they thought, no. Hmm, this guy might be a well, cannibal no, was, vampire he, person. Let's put him with Jen Bob. Sorry, it was the wrong way around. He was initially sent to a mental health place. And then they thought, no, nah, he's okay. Let's pop him in prison. And his mum can go and see him much easier in prison. And then and did she, he start biting people? And I thought, hang on. Well, no, but she's convinced she knows how mentally ill he is. And she wanted it on record. She talked to the police about this before going to see him. She thought that he shouldn't be in a prison. He needed mental health help and probably to go into 
um, an institution or a hospital. So she goes to see him. She asks him how he was feeling. And he said his brain was on fire. He was sick and his stomach hurt. But he had to talk to somebody. His lawyers told him not to talk to anyone, but he had to talk to someone. And the voices were really bad in his head. And this is where the reporting goes from voices in his head to actually meeting a 200-year-old vampire when he was down in Florida. He told his mother how he'd killed his grandmother and also that he thought about suicide, but the voice had talked him out of it. James explained to his mother that the bullets had to be painted gold because if they weren't gold, they wouldn't find their mark. He went on to say, I didn't stab her and hit her on the head like they say I did, but I then drank her blood because, you know, I have to. That's what vampires do. And then he said, I didn't want it to happen. I kept telling the voice all day that I couldn't do it. He then complained that his grandmother was so old, she was too dried up and there wasn't enough blood to drink from her. His mother goes and tells the police and he ends up back in this prison mental facility after only a couple of weeks out. And then he, there, he's deemed not competent to stand trial. So when they initially shipped him out to prison, they shouldn't have done, should they? Four different psychiatrists couldn't actually agree on what was wrong with him. One said depression. One said schizophrenia with paranoid delusions. And the other two just couldn't make their minds up at all. They had him on a cocktail of drugs as his behaviour was so violent and aggressive they couldn't manage him, which didn't help with the diagnosis. They don't know what they're dealing with because he's so heavily drugged. He also told the psychiatrist that he thought his grandmother was a vampire who came to feed on him as he slept. He believed he was satisfying his masters in the netherworld of vampires by making a human kill. He thought that if he killed everybody who was bad to him, he would come back as a handsome man and have a car and girls and his life would be fine. He's 23 years old and that sounds like a teenager's. You can get at least two or three of those. He wasn't you, you a can, bad looking lad either. I, I was going to say that. He looks a little bit like Christian Bale to me in Batman. Yeah. He kind of has that vibe about him. Mm. Most of the cases that we cover, that the violence that are acted upon women by men, usually because they're some kind of sexless weirdo. Uh-huh. I don't think this guy would be that because he's not unattractive. But he's old. Yeah, because he tried to drink his nan. <laughs> that might put people off. So eventually he's declared fit to stand trial, which he did on the 21st of October 1981, where he pled not guilty by reason of insanity. His mother testifies for him how unwell he is, etc. I've said before when we cover various people that, that do certain actions that would lead you to b- believe that they are unfit to stand trial due to a reason insanity right Mm -hmm. why did this one count i know he thinks he's a vampire and he tried to drink his nan and he had to use the golden bullet to to kill her otherwise it wouldn't find it find its mark etc but we've covered cases that are almost just as weird or people that have such delusions of grandeur why don't they suffice why don't they meet the, the the burden of proof to be deemed the problem is with this one he's got schizophrenia and it's not classified as enough usually to be um a defense a defense yeah but it's so, so but where's the line i don't get it i'm, I'm not making excuses for people i'm genuinely asking because i want to know the criteria it depends on where you are and it depends on the That's state true. you know so the 28th of october 
after three hours deliberation by the jury, he is found guilty of second degree murder and arson, which is the killing of another human being intentionally, but without premeditation, which surprised me. Surely painting the bullets gold, hiding them, etc., showed premeditation? Okay, he's very ill mentally, but absolutely he did know the difference between right and wrong. But he thought what he was doing was right. Because yes. in his eyes, she was a vampire. Yeah, but did he... Obviously, know- it's wrong. Cause you- did he know he wasn't a vampire? I'm really confused myself with this. Th- that's why I said... Yeah. His law doesn't stand up. So he's also found guilty of the arson and assault and battery of the police officers. And the judge sentenced James to life in prison on the murder charge and concurrently to 10 to 20 years on the arson charge. And you would be right in thinking we're not finished yet. Are you ready for this? This is going to go on a bit. I should hope so. It's only been 17 minutes. Right. It's a short episode. October 1981, he's sentenced, okay? 1982, he files a motion for a new trial. 1982, he files a motion to revoke his sentence. 1987, he files another motion for another new trial. In 1991... He slashed a prison officer with a homemade knife and beat him with a mop handle. James said he was off his medication at the time and that caused him to believe that the officer was sneaking into his cell at night and draining his spinal fluid. He goes on trial for that. And get this, he's found not guilty by reason of insanity. Has he ever done any reading on what would happen if your spinal fluid was drained from you? And what that would... Do it. Because it would explain that you... I know, I know. 1993, he files another motion to revoke his sentence. 1995, he again files a motion asking for a new trial. 1999, another motion for a new trial. He says at that one that his mother was an agent of the police, even though she testified on his behalf. And he wants to make sure that if he gets a new trial, her evidence can't be used. But what's the retrial for? Is it to change the sentencing on what, that him being deemed it, insane or it, whatever? It, as if to get him declared not guilty by reason of his sanity, I think is what you're asking, isn't it? Rather than guilty of second degree murder. Yeah. And I think that's possibly right because he just kept on trying. And it, the excuses keep getting more outlandish and outlandish. Yeah. If, it's, if, it's a, if it sounds like a duck, it's a duck. <laughs> The thing is, if you are deemed not guilty by reason of insanity, you've got, at some point, a possibility of getting out. And because he is... But then again, I guess it matters how insane you are. Yeah, and he's he's not recognising his problem. But So that was denied. 2001, another motion. And by that point, I'd lost track for what it was. It was all denied regardless. 2004... He is allowed to try for a parole application. The board tells him no and come back in five years, which was the maximum they were allowed to push it back by. They have to give him a chance every five years. 2009, he tries for parole again and a little bit more information comes out. He comes over in that, and I've seen the videos, says he's angry. He says his religion is supposed to... He's he's supposed to make restitution, but he can't because he only earns a dollar or two a day. He claims that there are extenuating circumstances as he was a victim of abuse, which I'm going to say here and now no one believes. I, I 
probably would if he'd come out and said that. If he's from a young age, childhood, drawing people in viscera, that doesn't just come into a child's head. He's been exposed to something that would cause that. I'm just going to use the trope in a movie. The kid's drawing like violent imagery on paper, usually because they're seeing it or experiencing it in some form. Where are they going to see that from home? Possibly. He could have been watching films he shouldn't have right. been watching. If I was a kid and I started doodling people get their heads chopped off, you'd get a phone call being like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I know, and I don't disagree with you. But Cameron's this, being funny again. But this is... He's been in, a, in and out of all these mental hospitals, all these mental in- institutions... I'm guessing he was very ill from a very early age and he may have watched inappropriate programmes. This abuse allegations that he makes is a difficult one because we both know that abuse can go on behind closed doors and nobody sees it. But it's only, I must say, it's only alleged. There is never any kind of... I'm not even saying it's happening. Yeah, but anyway... He says that this caused, this abuse caused his mental illness. But the way he says it, he's so angry. It's obvious that he's actually trying to shift the blame. I'm mentally ill because this happened to me. And that's why I killed my grandmother. And that's why I can't be held accountable. When obviously yep. you're still culpable for your actions. Mm-hmm. You should still be dealt with accordingly. James said that years of prison therapy and the medications had helped him control the mental illness that convinced him that he was a vampire and led him to torture animals, attack a prison officer and kill his grandmother. But four members of his family said that the vampire claim is a contrived defence and that he's only worsened their pain, subjecting the family to endless media attention over the years. They described James as a callous, calculating killer who took the life of a frail woman who loved her family and only wanted to live a simple life that remained for her at her cottage. The parole board were also not convinced by his pleas, especially, they said, as he showed a lack of remorse and seemed fixated on that claim that his mother abused him when he was five. James said that his mother used to dunk his head repeatedly in a sink full of water, threatening to drown him, and that was what contributed to his mental illness. Parole board members also said they were worried by letters that James had sent his mother from prison, demanding that she confessed to her alleged abuse. Hmm. The prison officials also told the parole board that they didn't think that James would continue to take his medication if he was released. He's been in trouble for that inside, hasn't he? Yeah. So James kept a job while he was in prison and had used the time there to earn academic degrees, the board noted. But the board also noted that Mr. Reaver continues to pose a serious risk to public safety. Moreover, he shows limited remorse and lacks insight into his violent behaviour and the causative factors leading up to his offence. 2015, another motion. The court even remarked on how intelligent his legal arguments were. But from reading some of the filing, it was obvious that whilst he did sometimes have legal help or pro bono assistance, he always fell out with them. And everything wrong was always their fault. It's actually quite chilling when you read some of it and the complaints that he has about the legal assistance he has been given. 2020, he files again for parole. It's denied. 
In its decision, the board said that James had not demonstrated a level of rehabilitative progress that would make his release compatible with the welfare of society. The board added in its unanimous decision that he continued to engage in antisocial behaviour. They also said, by his own admission, stress brings out bouts of paranoia. It is the opinion of the board that he is not equipped to handle the stress of living outside the Department of Corrections at this time. I'm reading through the papers about the latest application and discover that the gun that he used to shoot his grandmother had never been found. It seems every time he comes up for parole and people are scared, he will, they're worried that he's going to get out and go and find that gun and use it against anybody that he thinks has wronged them. Apparently, he wrapped it in plastic and buried it and has never told where it was. The chief of police actually confronted him with that in the parole board for hearing, and he just bowed his head. He never responded because the police, police, chief of police is saying, we don't know where that gun is. And he just, mm, not me. The board also noted in its decision a threatening letter James has sent to his mother in 2009. Is that the same one you mentioned yep. earlier? And the posts on social media that upset his family. James From him? Yeah, I'll get into this. I know some prisoners get access to his social media, or sorry, the internet, but it's very, very heavily monitored. No, it's not quite like that. James told the parole board that he submits writings that are posted to a website and the parole board said that the posts elicit letters from people fantasising about vampire beliefs. Now, James said he gets requests for artefacts such as beer, beard hair or clothing for people but has never sent any. And he told the board he tries to disencourage people who have a passing fascination with the murder. Now, I found that flipping board before I actually read about the whole case. And oh boy. Pictures of his art are posted and his handwritten letters. He also posted his medical inpatient information from when he was um, brought to the hospital, first of all, when he was 17. Oh, and that artwork. He admits in the parole hearing in 2009 he makes money from that artwork over and above his couple of dollars a day that he complains about. Have a look at the pictures in the link. There's only one reason people are buying that. No, I don't think it's bad at all. That's far away above what I can do. The image has structure, especially that little cottage thing with the farm and the bushes. I can tell what that is. It isn't realistic art. He's not attempting to make photorealism. It's an illustration. Mm, but I think they're only buying it because it comes from a murderer. Yeah, it comes from him, but it, it's not terrible art. That's better. I mean, it's got structure. It's got depth. That, I mean, the bottom one that I can see looks like a... The boat one. Yeah, it looks like Noah sort of heading towards a tsunami thing with storms. You, you can make out what it is. There, there is skill there, but, I mean, he's been in prison for, for fucking ages. That's all he can do, really, I guess, is paint. I mean, it, it's better than Hitler's art, do you know what I mean? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems he's also converted to Islam. I have questions, though. I was going to ask about that, because I can see a picture of him before when he looks Christian Bailey. Now it looks like his name's Ezekiel and he rode in on a horse. Motherfucker looked Amish. That's exactly what I thought. Exactly what I thought. And then I watched I know the in, parole. I know in Islam, you're not supposed to shave off your full beard, are you? No. Or if you do, you can only shave your moustache. Which, I... which is basically the same thing that Amish people do. So he looked Amish. Mm. He has a horse. Mm. I can build a farm in like six minutes. Yep. 
That's Mad- exactly what madness. I thought. I, I, yeah. So I've got questions, though. He told his mother he was a 700-year-old vampire. So why would he need a 200-year-old vampire in Florida to tell him how to, you know, do these gold bullets to find their mark? I don't get that. Uh, age does not mean knowledge. No. N- no. As we've established. That sounds like I was calling you thick. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> There's also, obviously, an awful lot of hatred for his mother. Well, yeah, because he keeps alleging towards this abuse. Do you think he hates his mother and that's why he's saying he was abused by her? Or does he hate her because it happened? All his family seem to believe that it's complete and utter fiction caused by his mental illness. There's never been... And I guess it depends what you could consider abuse as well, can't you? But if to, to some to some kids, not getting the phone they want is abuse because they might get bullied at school, even though they never will. Do you know what I mean? To that kid, that is considered abuse, but it's not abuse, is it? No. Bro, calm down, it's a phone. To him, what would that abuse be? Would it some form of emotional abuse? No, he said it when he was five, she used to try and drown him in, yeah, a, well, in a sink. In the, yeah. Now, I don't know how many mothers are out there that have got children that have got something in their hair at some point, and you're trying to rinse it out while you're stood over a sink and you may be pouring uh, jugs full of water over their head and to a five-year-old... You're being waterboarded. Yeah. Yeah. I I used used to have an irrational fear when I was younger of playing outside with getting splinters. You know, you get those little bits of wood in your... It's not irrational, but yeah. No, no, okay. no, the actual splinter bit was fine. It was you getting them out because you'd use a needle yeah. or whatever to get... And that would fucking hurt more than the splinter. I'm like, leave it in there. I'll, I'll grow a tree out of my foot. I don't care. <laughs> that hurts so much. That's That was abuse. Yeah, so it could have been something something as innocuous as that that maybe happened one time. And he's contorting it. He's, yeah. Because he's so badly mentally ill. Is, it, is he dangerous even at 65? Yeah. Yeah, we've seen that of others at, at that similar age. Should he ever be released? Personally, I say no. He's very clever and manipulative, and I think he's just too mentally unwell and unstable. And he's still having psychotic attacks. Just because his art is okay doesn't mean he is. No. <laughs> he's not shown any rehabilitation i guess no. he's still adamant that this abuse has happened that you still can yeah say that yeah he's got a right to say that whilst still recovering in other, in other ways has he has he been violent in prison apart from when he attacked the guard not that i'm aware of not like first no. instance. okay that that tends towards not being violent but what else is there the problem is is the medication he may be on he keeps, and he keeps stop he, he keeps, keeps stopping, stopping it. it so yeah so he's not when the prison the parole board asked him how he was going to keep himself well on the outside. He said, I know I need to keep taking my medication, but then he goes and stops taking it when he's in prison. Now, a lot of times with schizophrenic, I know over in the UK, certain people can have an injection. So you would get a a mental health nurse come round and give them an injection every three or four weeks or something that would keep them stable. But it depends what medication he is actually on. And we don't know that. It may not be one that he can be given an injection for. And it also relies on the fact that he's going to allow the injection. And how would the injection be funded? Is that states funded? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So would you, as a mental health nurse, want to go out to visit somebody that you know has killed somebody and attacked a prison officer because he was stealing his spinal fluid... Um, would you want to go out and give them an injection? No, you're right. No, you, you, you just you just wouldn't risk it. 
he generally doesn't seem to have any real insight. He says that he's sorry, but it's, I'm sorry I got caught. Rather than I'm sorry that I did the thing. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't talk about his grandmother in a loving way. He doesn't, he doesn't, well, he barely talks about her at all. He talks about the act, the thing he did, rather than the person that he did it to. And I've linked all the videos that I've been able to pick up on and whatever else, so you can get to see. So he's 65 now. There's a couple of brief clips from when he was um, the 2009 one. Um, and he looks, he's massively aged since that since that one. Is that the one I can see with the Amish beard? Yeah, okay. that's how he looks now. But with the one when he's in his 50s. And he's obviously very, very angry. But the one in, when he's 65 and he looks Amish, he looks like he's going through the motions of, I need to file a parole hearing because Every this, five is, years. this is the time to do it. But there's nothing going on. Upstairs, you can see in his face, there's just nothing. And again, I don't know if it's the drugs that he's on, but you can't let him out. He's he's the reason why um, mental health hospitals should have been kept open. He should have been kept away from people a long, long time ago, I think, because it just doesn't seem anybody around him was able to keep him stable you know the fact he was he, he disappeared off to florida and he was gone for months they were probably for, relieved for four months yeah just left his apartment yeah just vanished but he couldn't keep couldn't keep a job down well if he's talking to vampires you wouldn't want him serving at the till would you no no so that's the end of this week's episode and finally the victim who should not be forgotten carmen lopez aged 74 so I guess that's the end of the show. Thank you very much for listening. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Murder Me Monday Podcast and email us at murdermemondaypodcast.gmail.com You can find the Patreon in the show notes below. Get episodes will be curly and occasionally fancy ones that are different. They don't get released elsewhere. And we'll see you next time. Much love. Peace. Bye.